Welcome to Stampede No Like and Trust. What's going on on the show today, Troy? What's happening? What's in the world today? Is there any great news that we need to know before we jump to our interview? If it's about our guest, I just have to say, oh, Boyd. <laughs> oh, Boyd. <laughs> oh, Boyd. <laughs> That's oh. right. Repeat yourself, will you? <laughs> yeah. He's he's a good old boy. That's he's that's boy. He's a good. Oh man, we're gonna. This is a theme all day. We've oh never heard. boy! <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, today we have we have the pleasure of speaking with Boyd Peterson, uh, the the owner and cr- creator and magic man of BP Media. Uh, thanks for sh- being on the show today, Boyd. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see <laughs> yeah. in a few minutes. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. So, what's the premise of Stampede No Like and Trust? Ryan, can you can you give us the premise and tell us what we're doing here? Well, once you know someone, you can like them. And then <laughs> once you like them, you trust them. And once you trust them, you buy millions of dollars worth of crap from them. That's, Is that it? That's it. <laughs> That's it. (laughs) Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Consumers are out there and they're doing their buyer's journey and they will filter out people they don't like or trust. Absolutely. I love that. I've always loved the term. uh, Nobody loves to be sold to, but everybody loves to buy stuff. That's right. Right? So we're going to get to know Boyd today. We're going to get to like Boyd. We're going to get to trust Boyd. And we're going to move from that. Sound good? Well, everybody knows We've got the wheel. We're going to spin the first wheel of no, getting to know Boyd. Uh, and I think I think we can just do him. We don't need to show him how to do it, do we? I think, I think, let's just try it without it. Okay, we're going to, tr- so in the past, what we've done is one of us does an example to kind of show you how to do it. But I think you're, you're uh, seasoned enough, uh, right, Boyd? I'll, I'll take my chances. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay, then we are going to spin the wheel. Whoa, I don't know what happened there. It spun it without me. Um, We're going to spin the wheel of no, which is that one. There we go. Right? Yes. We're ready? Okay, we are spinning the wheel now, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here we go. You're taking your chances. Green, green, blue, yellow. And... Would you give advice... To do the same thing or tell them differently. That makes no sense. Okay, what this question is, <laughs> what this question is saying is, would you give somebody the advice to do the same thing you've done or would you give them different advice? And what would those two things be? Okay, so it really depends on if if it's doing my type of business, I would absolutely be glad to help them. I don't mind helping somebody get in and doing the things that I'm doing. Yeah. In fact, I teach a lot of my competitors how to really do what I'm doing. And what happens is they end up sending them people my way because they're going, well, you know it better. You take care of them. Yeah, yeah so, but would you would you tell yes. them to do it just like you did it, or would you give them different advice? Would you say oh, so? I give, <laughs> give them the shortcut. I give them the shortcut. I get, you know, I don't think people have to go through and learn all the hard knocks of uh, business. You know, it's kind of like when we were with uh, Entrepreneur Launchpad. We were always teaching people about what not to do, what they needed to learn before they do it. So they had the shortcuts to having success. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, so many of them don't didn't touch listen. that uh, hot plate, would you please? <laughs> they still did it, though. Yeah. Uh, I know. It, it, you know. It's like we don't. We can't do the shortcuts, can we? I, oh yes. L- well, we so in a little way, we we can. But sometimes people can say something, and we intellectually understand the the words. But until we've actually touched the hot plate, we don't truly get how painful it is. Yeah. And so, well, maybe for me, and I'm speaking for myself because this is how I am. Maybe for me, I can touch the hot plate because it's a shortcut to getting what I want. Right. And I can get away with it and touch the hot plate. Ouch. Okay. What what they told me originally was true. Right. So, boy, do you think there's an opportunity there for you to tell them your experience that, that will maybe, instead of touching the hot plate, maybe they just need to hear how you touch the hot plate and maybe that will keep them from it a little bit better right i mean if somebody goes and sees the kid touch the hot plate and he starts screaming and yelling you're like oh that's probably not so great right 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 <laughs> well you know i can i can give you a really good example so I, a few years ago i sold my uh, the newspapers i had been running for 18 years and uh, as I was selling them to the, the new young guy who's 32 years old, and he's, he's, he is, has all these grandiose ideas, and he hired me to help him so that he doesn't make mistakes. Well, one time we're sta- sitting there, and he says, I'm thinking I'm going to try this. Have you ever tried it? And I said, yes, and I wouldn't do that. It, you'll lose some money. So, oh, Can how you much say what you it lose? is? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, well, okay. So I'm curious. In that partic- okay. In that particular case, I said, don't go into this certain town because there isn't anybody who wants to advertise there. There's no money within the businesses. They've already uh, been working without ever having advertising in their community, and they're just struggling by, and they're not going to put any money because they say, oh, we don't have any money. We've always gotten by without any advertising. And so he said, well, I think I know better. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so he, he touched that. that hot plate. And uh, when I had told him, we had lost uh, about ten or $15,000 putting out three months of newspapers. And, uh, you know, having very few people that went into it. In fact, most of the advertisers were from the next city over trying to draw their clients or their uh, citizens over to their store in the neighboring city. Yeah. Well, he calls me up about a month later and he says, I lost ten thousand dollars on that first month, and I'm like, I am so sorry, but you know, you know, and, and there's some people in, in that just don't learn, yeah. and but there's others that once you've told them something and they prove it to themselves that you were right, they will listen to you after that, yeah. and that's the key. You've got to learn from other people's mistakes, yeah. other people's experiences. But, of course, you've got to know, like, and trust them to take that. If you know they're the expert and you and you look and you're like, you know, they have a great life. That's the life I want to have. It dumbfounds me how many people don't listen. I used to watch that uh, Kitchen Nightmare show with Dave <laughs> – or not Dave Ramsey, uh, Chef Ramsey, Gordon yeah. Ramsey, right, where he would go in and try and help the, the restaurants. Right. I was – dumbfounded at how often they told him to F. I know he told them to F off plenty, but right. but how often they wouldn't take his advice. Yeah, I, And I'm like, dude, okay, this guy's 
worth millions, has how many successful restaurants, mm-hmm. and you're not going to listen to what he's telling you about the recipe? Are you freaking kidding me? That would be yeah. dumb. Why are people like that, Boyd? Why uh, won't they listen? I Ma- Mainly because, and there's two reasons. One is they think they know better than even that expert because I know my market better than you do. Okay, and you've seen that. You've seen that. I can see it because you're shaking your head. Yeah. The second reason is they still haven't proved to themselves that he can be trusted. Yep. Right. Yep. I, no, it's it, it's true to to be able to trust someone enough to follow their advice. I think there's there's one other thing that I I want to bring up because especially what we're the show is basically for entrepreneurship. Yeah. And. There's a, there's a, I mean, just look at some of the major places that claim expertise in this country, um, universities and a lot of places they're falling down, right? Mm. Um, science, a lot of papers can't get reproduced. They have a reproducibility, you know, they're having fraudulent things. A lot of expertise is falling, falling apart. And so an entrepreneur has to have that gut instinct but they also have to have the 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 numbers instinct. It, it's like a it's like a two, and so with entrepreneurship, guess what we find a lot: hard headed. We're gonna make it. This is my way, and it's a good thing. But it's also got there's its a, flip side. Flip to that coin where yeah. you, yeah. you gotta. I mean, all of the greats have have pivoted. Yeah, all of the great companies out there had to make pivots. I mean, you name it: Apple, Microsoft, all of them. Facebook, you name it, they had to pivot. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg originally didn't even like to do Facebook. He was more interested in his peer-to-peer thing. Right. 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 <laughs> and his buddies had to say, "No, the Facebook thing is a better idea." So yeah. Um, well, and another thing to think about on that is when I uh, hired somebody to be my coach. I made sure that I could trust them before I hired them. When somebody comes in and says, I'm going to give you advice, like in these shows, a lot of times because they're not putting money up to say, I want your advice, then they don't until they have proved them. I prove my uh, coaches long before I hire them. Yeah. And that's the thing. You'll, You'll take more advice from those people you've already vetted. Yeah, I've been in a lot of entrepreneur groups, and you get those those business coaches, and right. they come up. Yeah, you know, I'm here. You know, I, I'm I'm supposed. You know, I'm going to be the greatest <laughs> business coach ever. I'm like, cool. What 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 businesses have you run? You know, what what successful? Well, I haven't run any businesses. I just know I'm supposed to help people. Yeah, I know that's and and I'm like, wow. Uh-huh. How am I supposed to take advice from someone that does not have some wins under their belt? Have you ever spent two a.m. in the morning, wide awake? Terrified of payroll. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. If you haven't done that, then how are you going to tell me what to do? <laughs> awesome. Well, I, I think that's good, boy. That's good. No. The, the other one that I always uh, drives me nuts is the guy who has been teaching at college level for 20 years. And now oh, yeah. he's coming out and he's going to be telling me how to run my business. But he was teaching things that were 20 years old yesterday. Right, right. And I'm sorry, I, I'm, yeah. 
I have a much better idea of what really happens out here than you do. Yeah, yeah I, I there, you know, you you can throw a stick at a coach, and there's one right, you know, next to you every yep. five feet, and yep. and and unfortunately, there's they get a bad rap because. There are some that actually are very valuable. Really yeah, yes. that 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 really are worth the money you spend on them. But most of those have been highly successful entrepreneurs. Yeah. And they've they they want to now give back. It's not about, yeah. "Oh, I found my coaching calling." It's about, "I'm ready now to give back and yeah. and give what I've learned." I think that's that's what I get from you, Boyd. Yeah. Is that, "Hey, well, I've been through some hard knocks and I would like to help and teach folks." Yep, and that's that's how it is. In fact, that's what it is with you as well. Absolutely. And in fact, a lot of the people that we work with, you and I, we work with people who have had the experience and are very willing to give back to the community, yep. even if they don't make money. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That 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 is the key. I, when you've had success, it it changes you. Right. And it, it, there's something different. And it's weird because you'll see somebody that's like begging for success and they're begging for to, for you to work with them. And it's like you just want to run away for some reason, you, you, no matter what they have. Right. But the person that has success that, that doesn't need you, 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 you're like, we'll do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why? You, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting how success breeds some powerful success around it. So, yeah. so just go for it. Hey, so we wanna we wanna spin the second wheel. Are we yes. are we up for spinning go, the yep. second wheel, Boyd? Okay, I'm this there. one's gonna be a little different, Boyd. This is gonna get us to like you, or maybe, maybe. hopefully, these well, questions are a little. They're less businessy and more about you and your life and and what's happened to you in your life. So this one may be a challenge. So we're gonna spin the wheel. Someone no, don't don't suit with him, right? Don't allow Troy to ask. No, I'm <laughs> no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we decided we weren't gonna do that. Did you? <laughs> Which okay, go ahead. Follow suit. You mean tell the story? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. We decided Boyd's gonna take care of it. All right, here we go. We are spinning the wheel, okay, Boyd. Here you we go. ready for this? Oh jeez. Ah! Some of these topics. <laughs> Some of these. Watch it be a lame one. Watch it be a lame one. <laughs> Oh, oh! <laughs> it's you know what though it. This could be good. You know what? You, you get to know. You, you get see, to, people tell these details, and you get to like them. Yes. Okay, Boyd. We want you to tell us a story about your life. Now, it can be anything in the realm of this thing. Which what it landed on was food. Food. Ooh, so you're okay. gonna tell us a story about your life that has something loosely to do with food, and we can Ooh. we say loosely. So you go wherever you want to go. That's just to get your creative <laughs> juices going with your life. <laughs> it's okay because I got a good story for you. How <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay, so I, you guys know me that I served a mission. Well, I served a mission in Ireland. Okay, and so I was in Ireland, and there's they have some rather bland foods there. Okay, really, it's not a, a spicy. Not I didn't spicy. say that right. They don't have anything but bland food there, <laughs> <laughs> with a couple well, of exceptions. Potatoes, but I gotta potatoes. tell you now. Here, here's here's the rest of the story though. One of the things that is magic there is their chips, fish and chips. Oh yeah. Mm. Now, when you get their fish and chips, you don't put ketchup on it. Yeah. You put 
Vinegar. Vinegar, yeah. Malt Apple, vinegar. Malt vinegar. Heaven. Malt oh, my vinegar. mouth just started yeah, watering. Seriously. I know, I know. <laughs> and so, and, and when you go to a quote-unquote chipper, that's what they're called, and there are some that are really good and some that are only mediocre, I only once, and I was there for two and a half years, only once did I find a bad one. Wow. Because you get the right fish and you get the right... Uh, topping to it and they make the big chips because they don't give those little scrawny things that you get from a lot of restaurants around here when you that, say chips what are you talking about well chip corn chips tortillas are, or no 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 no, no french no, fries no. are you talking yes potato chips so you know when when you go to uh <laughs> some place that gives steak fries mm-hmm. yeah now i love steak fries because yeah. it's more of a potato flavor right yeah that's what they give you there. That's what or, chips are? Or, chips are. Or the thick-cut fries that are square. Oh. Either one of them are very popular over there. But you get the big chips, you get the uh, fish, and there's nothing better than when they hand it to you in a newspaper. Ah. Okay? So that's one of my, uh, <laughs> my, one of my favorite foods is from going to Ireland and... Having fish and chips. Nice. Fish and chips. Fish and now I've got you all waiting, wanting to go to I know. a good chipper. And there's not a good chipper here in Utah anymore. Have you ever so, had not no, Irish? Actually, go ahead. I'm just going to say, there is a place up across from what used to be Cottonwood Mall. That's right. And, and uh, Yeah, and he's really good. That, yep. That's the closest. Yep. Neil's used to be down in uh, Draper, but he closed. Yep. Uh, so probably eight years ago now. Those, but, those guys are my yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, there's only a couple of good places to get fish and chips here. Mm. I was in Atlanta once, and I had uh, Irish nachos. You ever had Irish nachos? Never Irish heard. nachos. Yeah. Not, Okay, what did they? What was it? <laughs> it was French fries with salsa on them, and that's an Irish nacho. <laughs> yeah, what? and French they fries don't... with salsa and cheese. And I'll tell you, they were freaking awesome. <laughs> well, uh, they they are because you know what? Ireland doesn't use salsa on anything. <laughs> it has too much spice in it. <laughs> <laughs> There's flavor there. It's flavor there. Must not. You know, no, yeah, but you know, Greece is flavorful. I, well, you know, in Ireland, even bacon doesn't taste as good as bacon. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Ooh, okay, note to self. Okay. That's good. Self. Awesome. Take salt shaker with us to Ireland trip. Well, cool. We've got to know you. We've got to like and get a little bit to... to, or, to... Or, or maybe some people are not liking me right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, true. Yeah, that's kind of this, this, this middle piece is... And, and that's something really powerful to pick out because you shouldn't, everybody shouldn't like you. Right. I mean, that's kind of the whole point. You need to find your tribe, the people that connect and 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 de- and, and fo- follow you or want to follow you. Right, right, Boyd? You're not looking yes. to connect with everybody, yep. correct? Yep. Right. You want to find your people, whoever Be- that is. Because if you're, if you're serving customers, clients that are your people, you're having fun. Right. Yep. Yeah, and yep. they're wanting. And they're to, happy to yes, be with you. They're wanting to be there. Well, uh, so, and the other side is they'll want you to work with them, talk with them, mm-hmm. be friendly with them. Yep. I've because I've been doing this podcasting now. Me and me and Ryan for over almost going on six years. Right, Ryan. Right, Ryan. 
Yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, "Hey, Bobby, I've heard you on the show. I would, you know, love to do business with you." Just because you know, we they got to know me, they they that's felt right. you know connected with me, and that that's the power of the no like and trust. Mm-hmm. It, it is. It, it's so sad when when you start a business and you think, "Oh, I've just got to make money. I've got to figure out how to sell this crap to people." Yep. When this is the long haul, yep. you, you know, this isn't a quick thing. You you build a tribe by connecting with your people. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. They well, do. okay, Boyd. Let's let's get to know Boyd. Uh, why you do what you do? What is it you do? Why do you do it? Why are you in the field you're in? Just let us have it. Okay. Well, and I do social media marketing mostly. Uh, I do some other th- marketing too, but social media has been a struggle for a lot of people. And uh, I started working with social media before it was social media. Facebook was still in the colleges level when I first started doing digital media is what it was called. And, but as this has grown up, I found that there's a lot of people out there who say social media doesn't work. It's too expensive. It's taking too much of my time. There's no return on investment. And I say, no, you just don't have the right recipe for success. And that's what it's all about. You've got to have the right recipe. Then once you have the right recipe, you need to know the tips and techniques that's going to make that recipe really turn out well. And once you do, you're going to see results. You're going to get people who are like what we talked about a bit ago. They're going to come to you and say, Boyd or anybody, I want to do business with you. Yeah because I know you can do it for me. You can help me with it. You can train me, whatever it might be. Because I work with people, I, I start with the people who have no money or you know they, they have more time than money. I help those do-it-yourselfers get going. Yeah. But then once they get going and they start making some profit, they go, you know, I'm running out of time. Boyd, can you help me with it instead of me doing it all myself? That's right. Yeah. And so I do that. And then once they, if they get ever to the size that they just don't want to do it, I either end up hire, helping them hire somebody and I train them or I take it over for them well, and you, then do it. You know, you said something. We kind of stayed with the theme of the food theme because yes. you said it, it, it really is about that the right recipe, recipe. Th- for things to work. And I, I think people overlook that. They, they spit some crap on social media and go, this is stupid. But you didn't use a recipe. You, 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 that was like you took a big bowl and you threw a bunch of crap in it and you cooked it up. And you're like, why does this taste like sh- crap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so for you guys that can see me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the chef There's hat. There's my, my chef hat. <laughs> there we go. We are on a food theme. Yes, yes, yes. So I love so it. I, and, I, and one of my programs is called The Recipe for Social Media Success. Oh, man. And, and there is a reason for that. People don't know what the re- – I mean, if, you, if somebody says, hey, can you make me, uh, you know, make salsa for me? Yeah. What do you put in it? Well, everybody knows you put some tomatoes and you put some jalapenos and you. Well, what else do I put in there? Sarantos. So there's all kinds of things, actually. And it depends on what you want. Okay. Maybe you want peaches in there. 
Maybe you want oh, mango. That's right. I've had peach salsa. It's mm-hmm. good. I have too. And it, so is, is mango and oh, some others. Oh, man. Mango. You Jeez, want to try I'm a really to... good one? Yeah. Try a strawberry peach uh, one. It's really good. Wow. Okay. It's okay. Right so anyway, recipe. enough with food. Enough with food. <laughs> I'm but dying. see, the key. Yeah, I know. I, I'm sorry. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> but the key is, is if you don't know the right recipe, what is the ingredients and what is the the right measurement of ingredients, you will mess it up. Absolutely. What, and it's not going to taste well. What I've what I've discovered over and over, just generally in life, but especially in marketing, is usually there's no big answers. It's like a recipe. There's just a bunch of small answers. And when and when you put all of those things in place, suddenly you, you have the big answer, which is success. Yeah. Right, right. Well, you know, I, I, I use the example of chocolate chip cookies. Okay, you can get a great recipe, but if you don't use quality ingredients, mm. it's not going to be as good yeah. as if you use guitar or uh, some other really high brand, high, high quality brand chocolate chips. Yeah. You're mm. going to want also butter, not margarine or shortening. You, and there's different things. You know, we made some chocolate chip cookies here the other day, and it turns out that the, uh, the baking soda wasn't quite right. Yeah. It <laughs> didn't have enough oomph to it, and they didn't taste as good. And that's the key. You've got to have quality ingredients yeah. and the right ingredients in the right proportions okay yeah. so here's a question um assume um i'm a small business that is wanting to do more social media and i'm going and i'm going to do it myself and okay. i think about content what are some things that that you find that people can do you know how recipe do they, for how content do they, how do they come up with that good content for themselves and and figure out how yeah, to go this forward? isn't that one of the hardest pieces well, content seems to be, but it doesn't have to be. No. So, so that again, a recipe. What is a recipe? It's a whole bunch of ingredients, right? So I use a recipe stands for six different areas that you can use for bringing you uh, or things you can post on. Right. So R is for recreation. Okay. So put in recreational stuff. That's jokes. That's funny things. Things that happen to you, things you find funny. Yeah. Okay. E is for education. So put in some educational stuff. And that can be all kinds of things. It can be a, a case study. It can be how to use our products better. It can be tips and tricks. It can be all kinds of things like that. Okay. Uh, the C stands for conversational. So get things that are conversational. Ask questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, this or that. Uh, those are all excuse me, uh, things that you can do. But anything, if you're going to ask a question, don't just ask a question to be asking a question. Ask a question so that you will truly get answers and you're going to utilize it. Mm. Okay? People know when you just simply are asking a stupid question just to be asking a question. Yeah. And there are times when you can. Like I did one that was one time. Which do you prefer? Chocolate or Fridays. I had a huge conversation with people <laughs> over chocolate versus Friday. Over a week's Those are time. two of my favorite things. I know it. I know it. And, you know, but here's the thing: you you got to get once you ask a question, get engaging with them. Yeah. So when they say chocolate, you say, "Why did you say chocolate over Friday?" And the guy will say, 
because I can have a Friday every day, but I need chocolate. I mean, I yeah. can have, a, I only get Fridays once a week. I want chocolate every day. Right. <laughs> and, okay. And then you get another person who says, oh, I, I just love Fridays because I'm allergic to chocolate. Okay. Well, you, know, and you get a conversation going. Right. Now you, you, know, you have a course on BP Media on the recipe, right? On your, on bpmedia.com? Yes. On that recipe? Okay. Yeah. So, so people there's could three, go and there's, follow that. Sorry. Yes. Okay. So go right to uh, bpmedia.com. Go to resources, and you're going to find a lot of different resources that I have there. Many of them are free. Some of them will uh, cost a little bit. Uh, yeah. Some of them you, I actually may make a little bit if you buy it. Most of them I don't. Yeah. Most of them is just simply you get, get something that's going to work for you. And right. I've tried all of these things. I got to ask. So yes. th this last question, too. I, I kind of want to know why, Boyd? Why do you do what you do? Mm -hmm. why, why are you in this world? I, I mean, let's face it. Okay, I might get in trouble here. I might get in a little bit of trouble, but I'm going to do it anyway. You and me are kind of old dudes. And we're not the classic social media gurus. We're just not, Boyd. We're old guys. Computers are weird to us. We've only been using them half our lives, unlike other kids. Why do you do what you do? <laughs> I have been working with computers and technology <laughs> for four and a half decades. Okay, yeah. Almost as long as I've been alive. <laughs> yes, yes, almost as long. So here's, here's the thing. I get called from people who are very, they're, they're young kids who graduated from college, they're, they're, they've got their degrees, they, they know exactly what they're supposed to be doing, and they're calling me to say, Boyd, I can't figure this out. Right. I do this because I have learned how to do this. Now, I have also learned you have to niche your industry. I could do, I used to do websites, I used to do SEO, I hated that. Uh, I used to do all kinds of other things. I've run the community newspapers. I've, I've worked with radio and television and billboards and all kinds of things, but I want to work with social media. I want people to see that social media can make a huge difference for them in their life. Right. Because I have seen how it works for me and for my clients. Yeah. So wow. why I do it? I want people to succeed. I love businesses to succeed. Yes. In fact, uh, the reason I got into the newspaper industry was I hated some company. I used to run a, a uh, photography studio and I had a guy come in and he sold me on some ads in this little uh, rag that he was selling. And uh, you know, I, so I took a quarter page ad out. Well, Christmas is coming. So I said, I called him up and I said, hey, I would like to raise it to a half page for just the next two months. He said, okay, no problem. And that was what for October and November. Well, December came along and uh, he's in there to get my ad. And I, I said, so we're going back to this quarter page. And he says, no, you can't. What? Yeah, no, if you read the contract, you can always go up, but you can never go back. I fulfilled that contract and would never do business again with him. Right. But I learned something. It was that I, when I bought the newspapers, what was the first thing I did? I wanted it to be right for the customer, not for me. Yep. Yeah. I wanted it so that it would help the customer. And so when it's time for it to be a very small ad, great. Yep. When it's time for a big one, I'm there for you. Whatever it takes, because I want businesses to succeed 
and I want to give them the options to be able to do that, not to try mm. to drive them out of business like this other guy was trying to do. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, that's it. Isn't that no like trust? That is. I mean, it is. 100% yeah. no like trust. You know, even let's say someone is selling a widget. I want this widget, this pet rock, to bring <laughs> people some joy. Yeah. That they can just divert from the, the inflation or whatever. I want this hula hoop just to get some people some extra. But it's like a passion. And that's what we want to connect with is people who care that much. And it can be anything. And it can be it, anything. It doesn't have to be this giant monstrous thing to change nope. the world. Nope. I mean, one ripple at a time changes the world. That's Tiny right. ripples. That's right. That's right. And I got to tell you, the guy that invented the or came up with the pet rock that is a funny story sometimes <laughs> you'll have to ask me about it because okay. i met him really? i met him and he told me the story oh and, come on we might as well oh, if you got, we've got time if you've got time yeah uh, are you sure you, you can't yes. yeah you can't throw okay. that out there like that and not just throw it why not this Wait, is no like and trust we can do whatever pet the, rock right. stories are all we're about <laughs> yeah so when I was a teenager, uh, I think I was a senior that year, I was in a, a program that where uh, we were building businesses and uh, we went to a national convention and this guy was there and uh, he was telling his story and then I got to talk to him one-on-one -on -one after. But here's what he told us. He says, you know, the pet rock was an accident. He says, I'm sitting on the, my favorite beach, and uh, my dog is there, and my buddy is there with, uh, with uh, this uh, dog that just won't behave at all. Come here, Rover, whatever his name was. Come here, and the dog won. It would just go play in the surf. It would go chase uh, seagulls. And, you know, well, one time they're down on the beach, and they're, uh, they're next to this cliff, and this cliff has broken away and has dropped all these rocks down there. And they're black rocks uh, in brownish and uh, gray. And, and it's, it's now cut the beach off so you can't make that six mile run that you want you used to do. So he's down there one with his buddy and his dog's running around. And uh, the city person is there with a, a, a contractor and they're trying to decide how much it's going to cost to remove all those rocks. Well, his buddy was giving him a hard time, you know, about not having a pet. And he turned around and he says, you want to know what my pet is? And he walked over to this uh, pile of rocks. He grabbed one and he said, sit, boy. <laughs> He says, so I walked, and, and, and we laughed about this. And then I got up, and I walked over to the guy who the contractor had just left, and he's just sitting there making notes in his notebook, and he says, how about you pay me $100,000? That's one-fifth of what he wanted to charge you, and I'll remove all those rocks for you. The guy says, really? And now, how are you going to do that? And he says, oh, I'll hire trucks, and I'll get them out but they're my rocks. I'll do with it what I want, right? He says, right. oh, sure. So they paid him $100,000 to remove those rocks. No way. He said it cost him $150,000 to <laughs> remove the rocks, but by the first truckload out of there, 
they already had they they went to the carton uh, manufacturer of milk cartons you remember those little milk cartons that held a cup of milk yeah they went to them and said we want cartons with that but we want holes in the side and we want to be and we're going to go and they got it all going by the time the second load of of rocks came to their warehouse because one guy owned a, a warehouse it was sitting empty they had the cartons they started putting them in they started running around telling people about it uh, he says uh, you know we didn't have a lot of the things that everybody has today but people love this and he says i knew we were only going to be able to sell these for three maybe four years yeah do you know how much this guy made from that hundred thousand dollars of rocks oh here we go he made five million dollars the first christmas oh my that's profit not what he sold yeah wow okay he ended up making i think he told us about 22 million dollars <laughs> wow <laughs> and seven years later some guy came to him and says i want to i want to do this again i'll pay you a million dollars so i can do it he says okay go ahead he let him sell rocks? He, he, he let him sell the rocks. He says it only lasted for one Christmas, but he says that guy made 4 or $5 million, I'm sure. That's okay, because he made, paid me a million dollars for me to do nothing. Right. Okay? That's, but see, one of the things with an entrepreneur's mind is they see the opportunities in things. Yep. Yeah. Yes, he ended up putting out $50,000 extra that he didn't really have. Yep. Although he was he probably did knowing him because he owned all these uh, warehouses around there. But he uh he took it and he and by the sec it took six truckloads to get everything out of there. Crazy. So figure wow. he it cost him $25,000 for every truckload to get it out of there. But every one of those truckloads, it took him four years to sell them all, and he had to go buy some more rocks after that for the fifth year. <laughs> Good that's, story. It, that so, is a classic entrepreneur mind. Yeah. It is. That, that's it is. looking for that kind of and and, and I, I think there's one thing that I wanted to say. The, the big thing there is no real um, shortcut. This is work. Uh, to be yeah. successful, you—I I mean, this is a great story, but I, it took a lot of work to make that happen. It did. It, it really did. He said that it probably that first truckload when it delivered, he said we were already had put in probably about a hundred, hundred and fifty hours of work getting it all ready so that we mm -hmm. could get them to the right size, figuring out the right size, how we were going to get the little uh, material that was going to go in the bottom, you know, the, the little, um, I don't know what you call it, but it was Felt wood. Stuff. It oh. was wet wood stuff that they had in the bottom, like wood shavings, but it wasn't shaving. Yeah. It was... Uh, stuff for hamsters. Yeah, kind of like that, yes. <laughs> and, and they put that in there and they had to have a graphic artist create the 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 printing for the boxes and they said the second uh, load they didn't get for two weeks because it got really rainy and you couldn't get down on the beach when hmm. it was raining he says it was a good thing because we were still trying to figure out how to get in they got the boxes they started putting them in they brought the second load in and the third load and he said we had a, a warehouse big enough 
and we were already making money by the third load of rocks coming in. Wow. You know, that that's the, the thing that I think is interesting. You said before about, you know, oh, social media, it's too much work or, or whatever. And, and guys, it is. But it does work. That's if you right. watch the people that work their butt off on social media, I mean, yeah. I know some people that they have giant followings. And the reason they have giant followings is because they're always on there. I, I've got one guy, I'm like, how do you, how do you, he gets like 300 and something uh, engagements, you know, where people are coming, and he like comments on every one of them. I'm like, dude, you know how much work that is? Guys, this is, there, there is no shortcut to success. Yeah. It, it, it is work. I am sorry. Yeah. I, I wish there was a magical thing, but there isn't. If there was, everybody would be successful. Yep. Everybody would be rich. Yep. But, now, but the other side of that is if you find exactly what your passion is about, you'll never work another day in your life. Because right. you'll have fun doing it, but yeah. you'll, you'll still fun. work hard. Well, you'll still just be work fun. hard, but you know, you're working hard, but having fun doing it. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what this guy was saying. He and his buddy on the beach, they just had fun doing this and made a millionaires. Yeah. yeah. The other thing, the good news is, and this is why like, I support what you're doing, Boyd, um, is you look at uh, business after business. You go in there and you say, okay, you guys have got your marketing figured out. What does it look like? Okay, you guys don't have it. What does it look like? Okay, you guys do have it. What does it look like? Every single one of them, th this is the great news. So it's, yes, it's work, but there are patterns. Yeah, You, you can never guarantee that, a, that the pet rock would go. Maybe the market was bad at that time. But what you can do is the right, you, and you can learn the right behaviors, and and getting a good a good following, a good social media presence, where you're engaged with the, your people. Yep, it's a recipe again. It, it's a recipe. If you have that yep. in place, it does it guarantee success? Pretty close. Yeah. Right. Much better than throwing crap around. Much and better what than not having it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow, this has been Absolutely. awesome. Sweet. Any any last word, Boyd? Uh, last words, Boyd? Um, you, you got that spit out right? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I get excited. You know, the, the key to anything is you've got to find the right recipe for it. And I don't care what you're trying to do, whether it's marketing you're trying to get a, you're trying to learn uh, uh, leadership, there's a recipe for that. There's a recipe for everything, but you've got to have the right recipe. And that's the key. Don't just simply throw it out there. You know, so many people come to me and they say, Boyd, I've done 15 posts. I'm, I, I, what, am I, what am I supposed to post next? I have no idea. And, and I say, well, have you looked at a recipe? No. Okay. So I, I love the, the analogy of a recipe because it does it. I love chocolate chip cookies yeah. <laughs> yeah. when they're what made with the right ingredients, right? <laughs> or, you know, and yeah. it doesn't matter what it is. If you use the right ingredients, the right uh, recipe, your cheesecake will turn out every time and it'll be something you can't yep. resist, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. You know, and, and that's the way it works, you know, and it doesn't matter if it's a salsa chicken. It doesn't matter what it is as long as you follow the easy peasy recipe. Yeah. But you got to have that recipe. Got to have the recipe you know, and you got to have to do the work. 
You got to mix it up yeah. and put it in the got pan. Got to do the work. And you know, it doesn't take a lot of work for social media. It doesn't to get it going for you, yeah. but it does take work. You got to have some idea. And yeah. it, it usually the work is more about education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that it makes it easier. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, this has been a great show, guys. This has been good. Any any last words from you guys? Anything? Ryan, you've been nice and quiet back there. I know. I've the, been watching. It's been great. The pickle's doing his pickle. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing more than the past recent uh, few months here. I've really come to really appreciate the know, like, and trust um, and apply it in my own business. And uh, I've doubled my clients so yeah i know it i know it works absolutely awesome. yeah. yeah it's sweet cool well boyd thank you so much for for being on the show man you're very welcome and yeah. it was great to be here it's always fun to be with you guys i mean <laughs> thanks yeah in fact sometimes we don't want to get all four of us together because we have too much fun <laughs> true uh true 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 uh awesome well guys we will we're gonna wrap this up and we will see you next time for stampede no like and trust